You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Wow, I'm in a really crappy movie. Oh, it's such an arty, trippy experience. Wow. Don't do my man like that, bro. <laughs> don't do him like that. Well, that's the, that's the thing, Justin. I really don't know if it was all that awful. I just think that sometimes you just have to approach things the way Owen Wilson does. You just have to be in absolute awe every time you do or say anything. you got to read every line like it's the first time you've ever said a word. Like you're a kid who's seeing their Christmas presents. Well, he's, he's stoned a great part of the movie, so it kind of works for what he's doing. <laughs> there is a lot of drug use in this movie. I did not expect that. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those little, like, pop rocks or whatever they're snorting throughout most of this film. I was waiting for someone to walk in and be like, hey, guys, this is your brain on drugs. I was waiting for (laughs) I was like, I didn't know this was an anti-drug PSA movie. Girl, bye. You mean the blue pill? I'm sorry, blue crystal. (laughs) My bad. Right? (laughs) We're going to get into that because, yeah. Hey, everybody, this is the movie Bliss. Now, you might be confused because there's been like four or five movies that are called Bliss in the last ten years, it feels like. Yeah. Like, even last year there was a movie called Bliss that I know Nathan was raving about. With a similar <laughs> synopsis, too. Yeah, but this is not that film. This is the other film called Bliss. <laughs> but <laughs> I am Justin Zarian. Hey, it's me again. It's been a while. And over here, we got Gina. How do you know their neighbors? Oh, hi, Flanders. <laughs> 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 we also got Mark. Hello, hello. Good to see you. Hey, and we got Melina. Hello. Well, who's brave enough to give at least the... Now, I'm going to say this. We're going to try to explain the plot. If Just a warning for anybody who want to go into this movie. If you want to go in cold, do not watch the trailer. It literally gives away almost every plot point in this movie. Oh, it wow. Yeah, I never... I, ne- I didn't see the trailer. So I went in cold. I was shocked. I, I was watching the movie and then I watched the trailer and like... Oh my gosh, I've literally seen every single scene in the trailer now. <laughs> There's one, one of the most serious like turning points of the film is in the trailer itself. I thought that that was just going to be sort of a throwaway moment if they were bold enough to put it in the trailer, but no, <laughs> it's there. And I'm like, well, I think I'd feel more if I didn't know this was coming from the moment I yeah. walked in. You have Owen Wilson, as we have established, who is kind of for all intents and purposes from what we're supposed to believe is just kind of a, he's a normal guy. He's got an office with a view, so he's doing all right. He's got two grown kids, and he's recently divorced. Then one day, he gets called into his boss's office, who tells him, you're fired. And I'm not going to say what happens, but he makes a very, very terrible decision. He (laughs) runs away in a panic and ends up in a shitty bar across the street, where he is immediately lucky man taken notice of by Selma Hayek. 
Just when you say Salma Hayek, I was like, mm-hmm. I agree. What else can you say? The older she gets, the finer she is. God damn, bless those titties. <laughs> bless those titties. Bless them. I wasn't going to say it until someone else did, but I swear this movie makes wants to make sure that you can see those girls in full view as many times as possible yep. in this movie. And that's fine with me. It's the only reason why I even kept watching the goddamn film. She does play the classic hot, crazy person, doesn't she? Oh, yes, she does. Yeah. But she does it well. <laughs> so from that point that she said that it mostly, there's a whole thing going on where, you know, mild spoiler, but this is pretty much in the trailer at the beginning, that it seems that the world they're in is a simulation of some sort, and they're not sure how or why, but things are happening in the background of this movie that if you look carefully, it's like, oh, wait, those people disappeared. Or wait, those people just got copied. Yeah. Yes. And... There's a whole thing where it seems like there may be something bigger going on. And so that's as far as the plot I want to get into because this does take some very interesting turns. Mm -hmm. Oh, does it? And yet my biggest problem with those turns is that the instant that they reveal a huge thing at the first third of the movie, all the tension goes completely out the window. Because once you know what's going on past the main premise, there's just nothing happening. There's no conflict to Hmm. the movie. Mm. I would disagree. I definitely thought that there was conflict. It's just something that they don't... I I just didn't think it was spelled out. I thought that there is a very clear... I mean, that's the thing about Mike Cahill, who did direct this movie, and for anybody who doesn't know who he is, I think his most well-regarded and popular film is Another Earth, which, Mm -hmm. kind of like this movie, is a very interesting spin on science fiction, which is that instead of having the science fiction be in your face it is he's telling a very subtle human story and he's discussing a very specific type of human experience and he uses science fiction to augment it i liked what he was doing here too where he is discussing another type of human experience and he's using the idea of the the multiple realities and kind of which what is reality what is the what is what's the tr- what's true about reality what's true about the human experience and he just kind of puts a very interesting science fiction lens on it i guess so but i feel like part of the problem there is that the rules are not very well established as to what is possible in any form of this reality that he's partaking in because things are set up but then they're contradicted by things uh, that happen later i know later. what you're talking about yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, like there's some very big rule things that make the whole premise seem to fall apart for me personally where i'm like so wait, if that's happening, then why did this happen? You know what? I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> By that point, I was just like, I don't know. There's a scene with telekinesis that you're like, okay, that wasn't supposed to happen at that point. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And, and see, that that when they first introduced the telekinesis, yeah. that part was cool. Like the first time they show you the telekinetic stuff, you're like, oh, okay, that's different. I want to see more of that. But, you know, talking about those points, I feel like one of the things I will say that is a positive, I actually really like Owen Wilson in this movie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did too. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> in terms of his acting, he's way more restrained than we've ever seen him be in like any film for a while. He's become a lot more subtle. There was no surfer boy wonder. It was just He doesn't say wow once in this. <laughs> Not <laughs> once. I was waiting. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, like I said before we started, I saw this twice. You are a brave woman. <laughs> well, because the first time I saw this, I was so busy trying to kind of put the pieces together and trying to kind of decide what ultimately was going on, which I don't have a problem with. I like when movies do that, where they kind of make you do the work. What made me want to go back and watch it again is because I tried describing it to my boyfriend, and I realized that I was doing a terrible job, and it's because I realized 
I was missing a lot. So I went back and watched yep. it again. And this time, kind of knowing where it was headed and ultimately kind of what its underlying metaphor was, I was able to kind of just look at it as a whole instead of looking at all the individual pieces. Whereas I didn't really know how I felt about it the first time I saw it. I actually came around to liking it the second time around. This film did not do anything interesting. The science fiction rules in here are, are asinine. <laughs> I will preface this with I'm not a snob. You know, I love me some campy B-movies. But it, it gave me the feeling that I had with Inception, just less irritation because people overhyped that film. And it's just like, we've had the simulation. We've had Total Recall. We've had this already. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, we've already mm-hmm. had this. And what are you saying? Like, you give us all of this, these setups, like Justin said, you have all these setups that they give. And then it seems like they really just relied on the actors to really carry the motifs and the emotional beats of this film. And if it wasn't for Selma Hayek and Owen Wilson, this film would have never been, like it would have completely bombed at the box office personally. It just, just to me, it just didn't make any sense even within all the, like all the hidden things and the, I guess, political statements it was trying to make. Again, it just, it felt tone deaf to me. It felt like this person read a whole bunch of philosophy in like one weekend and was just like... Or Philip K. Dick. Yeah, they were like, oh my God, it's a simulation or not a simulation, but ooh, let me like take a new take on whether it's a simulation or not. But I feel like there was just so many better ways he could have went about this, even if he even John Carpentered this. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like I don't mind the use of science fiction in a way where it can, it doesn't have to be so intellectualized. I just didn't give a shit. And then the whole subsequent plot with the daughter, again, what was that supposed to, like, I just. See, I this is where I, I kind of split, I, I split off with you here. Um, I'm sorry about that. No, it's so totally uh, fine. Uh, I, I got a lot out of it. Yeah. I, I'm going to disagree. I, I, I enjoyed the movie, I think, a little more than you guys did because. To me, it's not a science fiction movie. It's more about, it's a psychological study yes. of somebody grasping onto what part of my life is most valuable? What part of my life? Because it's all about reality. Mm-hmm. So what part What what part of me is genuine? Basically, Owen Wilson's character is a character that doesn't have a lot of genuine anything. He's a very unreal character. Mm-hmm. He is a drug user. He leads a very shallow existence, except for the fact that he has a family. And later on, it learns that he has more attachments to his life than even he knew about. So to me, it's about somebody finding at the core of who they are mm-hmm. through a lot of crap. He basically sees two different societies, both of which are pretty artificial. Yes. yes. In their own yes. way. Yes. Yeah. And see, that stuff is interesting. Yeah. I just feel like the problem is, is that it never seems to give enough on either side to make a good case point for what I feel. Like, And again, this, this obviously is what you take from it. But I just feel mm-hmm. personally, right. one of the biggest issues is that... Owen Wilson, for all the stuff we say about his background of being a drug user and this stuff, that's just kind of told to you. It's yes. not really fully fleshed out with it. Because really? I got to say, the stuff with his kids. Yeah. like you, for, you, you pick up stuff from the kids like, oh, I but, remember when he said this. Remember when he made this excuse? Yeah. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. It, they yeah. tell you that, but I never felt like it was really convincing. Because honestly, I'm sorry, those kid actors were not very good. They weren't. I, they were. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get... But their stories were. And, but there wasn't really even any story. Like, like ostensibly, I get what they're saying with their story, but it didn't really 
lead too much, except for one very obvious thing at the very end. Yeah, it felt exploitative. That's the problem. Like, I felt like... In what way? A snake eating its own head, almost, where you have these characters, <laughs> oh, he's not showing up for the graduation again, and, and it's all these it's things of you telling me that I should feel these things for these characters, and yet your main character, the transformation he goes through, what transformation? He went through that journey... But again, like how Justin brought up, there's just something intrinsically missing. There's a connection that's missing that I feel like this person never really went through these things type issue where you have someone writing from the outside who hasn't gone through an addiction and overcoming it or who hasn't failed as a parent and really knows what it's like to fail your child. It just kind of rubbed me in a way where, like I said, had this been released maybe six years ago, sure, it probably would have did great. But now it's kind of like, we need something a little bit more than this because this isn't a simulation living and the pain that some Hayek characters go through, like all these things that we're supposed to feel, they just kind of fall flat because it is so artificial. Even to like surface level emotional beats of the film, it's just, it just all feels artificial. And I can't never really connect with what I know the director wants me to get out of it. But just the first go around, it was just kind of like, man, you really could have just left all the science fiction stuff out of this and really just focused on the characters in the film. Like, I kind of feel like they could have just did that, honestly. Honestly, I think what you're talking about with if you took the science fiction or more of the kind of surrealism out of it, then this is a movie that you have seen many, many times in terms of a character who's an unreliable narrator to their Mm -hmm. own story. And I don't think... So like Matrix the Intervention, basically? Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was the thing. If there was was anything that I really liked about this, it's that I walked into this thinking that that's what I was going to be getting with... I thought I was going to be getting a Matrix ripoff. In fact, I even made a note saying, okay, so you've got Selma Hayek as sexy Morpheus. But then I also was thinking, okay, there's, I'm definitely, like you were saying, uh, getting hints of Inception. But I think that was just from watching the trailer. And I think that is exactly what the people who put that trailer together wanted you to think this was. Oh, they totally lied to you through the trailer about the tone. Absolutely. <laughs> so it was it was very soon into this where something happened that I realized, oh, this is not that at all. What I really liked about that is it's not just from it's not just this person who's experiencing that, but you're seeing what it's doing to the people around them. Which, I, you guys said that you didn't like the actress who played the daughter. Nesta Cooper, I think, is, is her name. I actually, I really liked her a lot. I thought that she was... I never said I didn't like her. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I, if this movie had a heart to it, I really thought that she was it. Because she has two moments in here that almost broke me. Because I thought she really laid it, she really laid it bare. And I was like, wow, I that really hits home for me. I feel like this movie... It's trying so hard to say something, but it has, like, 20 different plot points that by themselves could be a, their own movie. And I just felt like, for me personally, they never fully meshed. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much happening in this movie. So many ideas it presents about, like you said, political stuff, emotional things, science fiction, philosophical things. And yet it only gives one scene to pretty much every single one of those points, I feel like. And it just didn't really amount to much, personally, to me. And, you know, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm super negative, but I, there came a point... Once I realized that this movie would be the same exact movie if you cut the children out of it, that's kind of what started to set me off a bit. 
I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't either. either. But <laughs> just so I, I just on got the same page. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Yeah. I just no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what, don't you tell me my opinion is wrong. <laughs> but the yeah, defense I, is wrong. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. Like I, I expected so much because I do think Mike Cahill is a guy with talent. Mm-hmm. I just it also felt like the only thing that I could say is a major negative. When you say that it's a fairly well put together movie, I don't fully agree. I feel like it's a decent movie with the budget it has. Because mm-hmm. it clearly, they pretty much spent all the money on Selma Hayek and Owen Wilson. There was actually some parts in the cinematography where I couldn't see people's faces very well. Like the part when the two kids talk to each other in that guy's apartment. Where I'm like, that dude's face is completely gone. I can't see I can't see what he's emoting right now. <laughs> it, it, just a lighting issue there, I felt like. It was Yo, really yeah. weird. Oh, that guy wasn't so, emoting. That's why you didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, that was the person that was, he'd had it. He was done. He was scraping him off. Yeah. And that's I, I, what you I, get. I came across as bad acting yeah. from that. But, <laughs> but you know, and I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound negative, but I really didn't like this movie at all. So I'm going to give this four out of ten totally useless Bill Nye the Science Guy cameos. Yeah, that was weird. That was jarring. Why is he in movies? Because in another world, I am amazing. And I have status. And I'm a doctor. I have a PhD, you bitches. <laughs> Okay, Bill. All right. See, that's what I'm like with this and Mank and a bunch of other films has made me think I'm like, I think I'm just done with Bill Nye. Like, I don't need him in movies anymore. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Bill Nye. (laughs) No. And and seriously, they call him Chris, but I'm like, they could have just called him Bill. Like, there was no reason for it to be. He was literally just playing Bill Nye the science guy in this movie. Yeah, I I got that impression too. I even love that they made a whole joke about the fact that he's wearing the suit with the bow tie. And he's like, what? This? Oh, I only wear this when I don't care how I look. Like okay, you know he really cares how he looks. Clearly, yeah. Turn and look at the camera. Sorry, guys. I liked it. I liked it a lot. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what I thought was was that it starts off really shallow, and I'm like, oh, it's a Matrix slash Total Recall slash Inception ripoff, which it is. But it gets more and more personal, and the things that the rules and all the other stuff. We can get into a debate about it. We're not going to do that about why I think it's valid and why you don't feel it's valid. I think both are equally, well, valid, I guess, uh, viewpoints. But what I saw was a story that was getting, got more and more personal to the end. And there are scenes with the daughter who I thought was good. She displayed a character, a daughter who loves her dad Mm -hmm. and he's put her through and her brother and her, probably the wife who you never see, the ex-wife, through so much shit. Mm-hmm. And and the brother was uh, he had a flat effect because he was done, he had had it. Yeah. And and you get the impression at the beginning that this guy fades out and he's doing a ton of that, that whole prescription thing. He's doing plenty of stuff and he's given them lots of reason to disconnect from him. But as time goes by and you, re- you see the reality bending and you see the worlds, you know the one world that is our world, the dystopic world, and you see the supposedly utopic world which is falling apart gradually. Or even if it doesn't, it's still a very shallow and, you know, and it, it all comes off as a rave. Like when, when she tries to explain the science fiction behind it, it does come off as, no, this is a delusion. This is this is him having a nervous breakdown. Right. And then when he when he explains it to his daughter, you're like, oh, yeah, he's totally losing it. Yeah. And she sees it, too. Yeah. And when you re- and she even talks to him without patronizing him and she, ha- she tells him to do something. He finally does at the end. And at the end of it, he finds the basic root of himself, which is. Do I choose or do I choose to care about somebody I love? Yeah. So I liked it. And I liked Owen Wilson. He gave a, a very subtle and restraining performance. And Salma Hayek, who usually plays, well, beautiful woman, 
plays somebody who really just goes out of her way to say, I am just losing my shit. She's playing a beautiful, crazy woman this time. She is. She's playing a hot, crazy person. <laughs> she's a hot mess. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and she gets, and she gets less hot and more messy as, as it goes by. Mm-hmm. And even in the end, when you think, Oh, she's this accomplished professor. And she's got all this crap going for her, you realize, no, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Even in whatever world she's in, she's a fucking mess. Yeah. And she's probably the most toxic person in the whole movie. If you, th- you take the time to think about it, mm-hmm. but all right, getting cutting to the chase, I'd say that I give this eight out of 10 badly heated pools. <laughs> <laughs> so I am like you where I actually really liked this. I liked it the second time I saw it because the first time I was so busy trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I had to sit and think about it for a while, but the second time I saw it, I was able to watch it kind of knowing what the, underlying thread was with this and seeing that I was able to roll with it a little more easily than the first time and not be so distracted. Owen Wilson I think gives a performance that is extremely subtle despite the fact that he is playing Owen Wilson but this is the first time where I wasn't seeing him throughout every scene. I really was buying into the character because he wasn't calling he wasn't doing the Owen Wilson isms. And Selma Hayek, who is always just drop-dead fucking gorgeous, I actually really liked her acting a lot in this one, too. I thought that she she brought a level of just anarchism to her character and just kind of that, I don't give a shit, I'm all out for just living life. And I totally saw how toxic she was, but you could see why he was so drawn to her given the kind of person he was and given everything he was going through. It's Salma Hayek. How can you not be drawn to her? Come on. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that there's two big reasons why he's a, he was hanging around with her. He likes toxic people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, That was actually a tit reference. Oh, I wasn't trying to go there. Come on. Two big reasons. I'm sad I didn't get that the first time. You got me. <laughs> We're too chaste, obviously. It wasn't subtle, and I should have gotten it. But, Good for you, Melina. Thank you, thank you. you. But I thought other than the acting, I, I actually really liked the surrealism. I liked that it was kind of playing with you and that it kind of asked you to kind of put the pieces together. And I thought that this, I thought that the cinematography, there are some shots in here that are just like, Drop dead gorgeous. Where I really, I thought so too. I was like, oh my god! I, I immediately went online to find out where they were filming the middle section, Croatia, and I was like, okay, as soon as the pandemic's wow. over, that's where I want to go. <laughs> this movie, the, the second third of this movie, is brought to you by the Croatian Tourism Department, <laughs> pretty much. You know what's kind of funny is one of the towns that they filmed in was called Split. Ah. <laughs> Let ah, that sink in. Uh, but yeah, I actually really like this a lot. And I really was not expecting to, quite honestly. Despite the fact that I liked Mike Cahill's earlier movie, I saw the trailer for this and I was like, well, I don't really know. But it, it looks it looks pretty, so I'm going to give it a chance. And I actually ended up really liking it. So I'm going to give this 8 out of 10 thought visualizers that I want immediately. Honestly, I just don't think it was that profound of a film. Maybe just because all of the the sociopolitical and philosophical things they bring up are things I have read about profusely and thought about in different ways. I guess for me, it it's a good movie. It's, you know, like when it comes out, it's on Amazon Prime. Go check it out. Like what if I want to watch a film that I can get different things from, I would probably go to this film. But personally, it just seems like they took on too much. They didn't know what type of film they wanted this to be. The character transformations aren't that 
just interesting. The whole idea of her being toxic is interesting because if you understand what they're actually in, she's not toxic at all. She's literally just being like, what are you doing? Because it is like, what are you doing? Because his mind has slipped. So to me, there was just so many other aspects of this film that they really could have gone into and really actually did something truly interesting to talk about what happens to the mind when it dissociates or what we choose to be reality or what we choose to stay in denial about. There's just so many more things they really could have done with less of a budget. I've seen films cover this under her skin, in her skin, under the skin with a scholar. Under the skin. Thank you. Amazing film. Does it in ways where I was like, what the fuck at first, but I was drawn into it and there was a visceral surrealism. There was something about that film that drawn me in. I just feel like other films have done this better and they, I don't know why you wanted me to see this, but thank you for making it. Um, You know, there's a compliment. Yeah. You know, cool. Owen Wilson. Thank you for his acting. It really was really, he did a really good job. I will give this six out of 10 times. I wanted a goddamn drink at this bar. Uh, from somebody from somebody who is not drinking anymore. Man, I really wanted a drink. They did make that champagne look delicious. Bro, I wanted that whiskey he had when he, the first time he got that, when he got fired. I was like, yeah. The way he ordered that is actually how I order my drinks. So. <laughs> yeah. 